Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Come We Go, where we go on a journey into somebody else's life and escape our own for a bit. We look at a specific area of their life and we ask them, how did you get here? How did you become this person? It might be interesting to learn from them. It might be just interesting to hear their story or it might be interesting to realize that you're doing the exact same thing and share in a virtual nod of affirmation. So without further ado, let's get into the show. So today I'm really excited because I have the wonderful Carolina Sovazo. Did I say it right? Sort of, but close. Okay, you say it for us. I don't want to murder your name, please. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, me llamo Carolina Sobarso, but people say Carolina Sobarso, so this is... Oh, hola, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien, gracias, ¿y tú? Oh, uh, yo también. You just said me too. Oh. I was like, how Muy are bien. you? <laughs> you like me too. Fine. Muy bien, ¿y tú? <laughs> yo estoy muy bien, gracias. Cansada. Ah, ah, ah sí, sí. I took about uh, 10 weeks of Spanish lessons and that's all I can say. So that's brilliant. Before we get into this, I want to do something. Mm. What's this clapping for me? Yeah, because you work for the NHS. Thank you. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I think it's brilliant. Um, And yeah, I just need... (laughs) Yeah, it is your job. But that's how we help the NHS apparently these days. Um, We clap for you. And that is our contribution. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Right, Carolina, we met in Amsterdam. We did. We met at a very special time for the both of us because we were about to run our first marathon. I know, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah, last October. That was, that was something special. Now, I'm going to test you. Do you remember at what point in that weekend we met? Yeah, it was at the, um, when we went to the sort of, you know, the pre-run before the, the race. I can't remember what it's called, the, the shake-out run. Shake-out run, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I find that concept so weird that you run the day before you're about to do a big run. Because I think we did about 5K, didn't we? Yeah, about 5, 6K. But apparently, it's good to run um, about 5K because um, it wasn't like, it was just like a nice sort of... Um, it wasn't like at a certain pace. It was more like to loosen yourself up. And I do find that it does actually make your run the next day a bit easier. Mm, it loosens you up a little bit, doesn't it? Mm. And it eases, I think the shakeout word as well, it's like to shake off those nerves. Because you're as about well, to do Yeah. And it's just also nice to kind of do not just the marathon, but to go for like a little nice roll and stroll around the actual city you're running at. Getting yeah. to the right yeah and get the experience of being around other people who will be with you the next day and like yeah. for example with us make a friend <laughs> exactly. yeah I don't know what, it was like I met so many nice because I went to the shake at Rome and I spoke to you and I spoke to like, other people as well it's really nice because I remember after the race when I was like um, coming back on the tube and I bumped into so many people mm. and they recognised me just because I had a chat with them or something. And it's just like, because you don't know anyone, so mm. you might as well just kind of like um, get to know people. So it's, it was nice. Yeah, yeah and, you, and, you've all, and you've all been through the same journey to come to this yeah. race and to come to this place. And it's amazing. I was talking to a guy from France. Of, uh, like there were people from all around the world who had all been training for this one event and for many different reasons. And there's 
an opportunity there to make friends and meet new people. Yeah. I never really, that wasn't my intention when I started running, but then obviously joining the, the running communities and stuff. And I've actually met some amazing people, but I mean, that that's been a bonus. I never expected that. I just went there because I needed some motivation to run. Mm. And then yeah, I made, met some like amazing, wonderful people. So, mm. so I remember on the lead up, in the lead up to doing the marathon, I was looking for people's experiences and trying to see what does it feel like to run your first marathon? And I was looking on YouTube and I was watching people film themselves inside a marathon to try and get that experience before having it. Um, so mm. could you give us a brief overview of what it's like to run your first marathon? Wow. Is that a big question? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just wild. I mean, I haven't ever put it into words, but to run your first marathon, it's like, um, I mean, the answer must be different for different people. But mm. my, my reason is the fact that it was on one of my, it was my bucket list on one of my two things. I always wanted to do a marathon. I always thought that I was not, I don't, I never thought I was physically able to do it. Um, and then the fact that I'd done a few half marathons, I wanted to take it a step up and just prove to myself, it was like a goal. I just wanted, I, I can die happy now because I've mm. done a marathon. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean it's like it's a very surreal experience and you just kind of like you start and you're like oh my god I'm running like a marathon I'm actually doing it (laughs) and obviously the atmosphere now that you you remind me of that it was like I basically I was gonna do I wanted to do marathon and I thought if I'm gonna do marathon especially my first one I want it to be in an amazing place Mm. and you know I'd never been to Amsterdam before and I thought I think that was an amazing first race because it was also flat. Yes. And this is amazing, the vibe. Obviously, it's, it's such a big thing because it's for them. It, it was like their London Marathon for mm. Amsterdam. It, mm. was, it was huge. It started off in the Olympic Stadium. That was so beautiful. It was unreal. Like the atmosphere, all of that. It was literally like breathtaking. The music. It was just like enough to kind of elate you yeah I felt like an athlete I remember they were like making the announcements and you could see the big um countdown on on the screen yeah it was just yeah it felt really amazing and then something that I've never experienced before it was amazing yeah and then as you're running along how do you feel well, obviously I'm quite lucky as well the fact that I'm part of like random random crew and a lot of them, a lot of them had actually gone over to Amsterdam just to cheer us. Mm. So oh, even so like, yeah, it's so nice of them. And even like running my, I'd only done like a few kilometers. I think it's like 3K or 5K. And I already saw like a few people at the beginning. So I'm like running through it. Obviously, there were so many different landmarks that we were going through. And I mean, it was, it was all right. I mean, all the way up to kind of like um, 21k, mm. I was fine because I, for me, I'd, for me, running a half marathon is easy. Is when you train that much, a half marathon is actually easy. I'm ashamed to say that. But <laughs> <what I> mean. <laughs> a lot of people might be shaking their heads, like, no, I don't believe you. 
when you're when you're training for a marathon and you're obviously to build up to the yeah which is 42 kilometers mm. every time that you're doing those long runs you're already running the half marathon so to actually pass that yes Mm. Um, actually just to sorry just to interrupt there that's a good point you make because a distance seems really long until you're practicing for an, for a longer distance yeah, so working exactly. up to a 5k was hard was really hard and then I was training for a 10k and I would train by running a 5k mm. and then that progression exactly. happens naturally yeah and I, I I got literally I was when I was running for my marathon I was running so much that literally I'd be going to work the next day and they're like, oh, what did you get up to? And I was like, oh, I ran like a half marathon. And they're like, oh, that <laughs> always amazed. Yeah. And, and because I was running so much, I didn't even feel like I'd gone for a run. Mm. And that's how much I was like, it makes you so fit. Mm. It's amazing. Like so many bones. Have you, have you always run? How, how did you get to the point where you were running all these half marathons? I didn't... I, I, I don't know if I can put it into words, but like I was saying to you um, before that I, um, there was something about it, I found it quite therapeutic. And I think just seeing people, I thought, I thought running is actually cool. I always saw cool people doing it. Um, and I did like my first 5K, which was like the Santa Dash. Mm. It, 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 <laughs> did you have to wear like Santa? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and that was fun. And that was my 5k. I remember like, oh, that was hard. That, my 5k, it was hard. And I was like, how do people run like marathons? I was like, wow, 5k, I'm struggling, you know? Mm. Um, but then I, 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 when I was doing 5k's, I didn't know how to train. I didn't know about training plans. I just knew that I needed to run a, a distance of 5k. And my, my runs were always the same. I did, I hated training because I didn't know about speed work. I didn't know about strength training. Um, I just knew that if I went for a 5K, I would always do a 5K. It was mm. a King of Optimus. And then I, I ran like a color run with, um, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but I would get tired. Um, and then I just kind of built it up from there. Mm. Uh, and then um, I decided to do a 10K just because to push myself. And I really struggled with the 10K. And I also had like a running injury called ITBS, but that's another story. <laughs> um, and then I couldn't run for three months because I went to see a physio. And mm. he was like, run, run, by that time, running was come, becoming a bit more therapeutic for me. And then to be told that you can't run, so it's like taking away your therapy. Mm. That was really hard. Um, and then obviously I joined, um, I was... I joined like a, a running group in Liverpool. Mm. I was living up there, uh, and it just—I've met so many people that were like into running so much. Like hearing all their stories, like you have such a broad spectrum of people, like athletes and then mm. other people that go. People that go there—they all go for very different things. And yeah. obviously there's a category of people that go for a different reason. But you have people for everyone has their own why they run. Um, and yeah. So why I mean, do why do you run? What's your why? Um, I think my why has changed throughout the years. Mm. Um, it's it's changed because, um, like I was saying before, um, so I used to run just for the sake of 
doing something to keep me fit, like a, a mode of exercise. Um, and then I started to run because, um, because obviously when I was going through a tough time, my why changed a lot. I, I started to see running in different light um, because I was going through, um, I was studying for my physician associate course and I, there was always a plan A, I'm going to pass my exam, I'm going to start my job in London. That was my plan A. There was no plan B. And then when I found out that I failed my exam, I was like, okay, so what do I do now? So I was like doing like some different t- type of work. I didn't like working as a phlebotomist, taking bloods and like, you know, in hospitals as a healthcare assistant because I needed the money while I was like preparing for my retake. So I took my exam again. Um, you know, I, I was very sort of like, I'm going to pass. Like I have to pass because I've been studying. Unfortunately, I failed yet again. And that really knocked my confidence. Mm. And I was like in a dark place because I was sort of, yeah, it was maybe it was, a, I was frightened because I was just like, what happens, what happens to me now? And it was also a bit embarrassing. Like I think the fear of failure, I became very obsessed because I knew I had one last chance uh, of my exam and I didn't have any money. And I, and I literally, I stopped working because I was like, I'm going to give it everything. I literally, I poured my heart and soul. I did everything in my soul to kind of pass this exam. I got like involved with tutors. I was living off my credit card. I got, I got into about seven grand's worth of debt. But I didn't care because I was like, this, this is it. This is my last chance. I was just like, I will, I will pay for everything after. So I got paid for tutors. And the only thing that I was doing at that time was studying and going for a run. I literally spent so much time sitting down. I, I lived in the library. I would go to the library from 8 in the morning to 8 p.m., like for like for the week that was my life I was and, and this was in the summer when everyone was going was out birthday. having fun yeah and I was stuck in this library like it was it was very depressed I was very depressed as well but and, and anyway so the only thing that I did was go to the library and go for a run I think it was like 45 pounds to do the uh, Manchester half marathon mm. That gave me a goal. I loved going for a run. I loved, and, and obviously because it, when I was in Liverpool, the, the running group was free. Um, I didn't need any money to go running with people. Mm. And it was like a community. That I, didn't, I didn't have to tell them what was wrong with my life. I could say as little as I wanted. They accepted me. And it really helped me kind of, I think the, you can't, when you are isolated, you don't want to be with people, but something that's what you need. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I felt happy to be with people. I didn't need any money. And like running made me feel good. Like it changed my mindset. It mm. made me, it took away even even the physical movement, just not being sat down, running in the fresh air and being in the sunlight and, and meeting new people. Mm. Like, so yeah, so then it kind of went hand in hand. And then I said like, when um, I... I studied intensely. I literally, like I said, I put my heart and soul into that exam. And then I did my Manchester half marathon. And I, it was such, at that time, the biggest achievement, like the half mm. marathon. Because I just, I never thought I could do a half marathon. And then that, that week, that week was the most special, magical moment of, of like in my life at that point. Yeah. Um, 
because four days later uh, I found out I passed my exam mm. I, I remember like going to the park and I hadn't opened um I got the email and I was like oh, I'm not going to open the email so I went to a park I rang my mom and my mom was like what's what happened I was like mom I haven't opened the email yet I was like I just I need you to be on the phone with me and then obviously when I read it it was like it basically said that oh. I passed and I was and that was your last like, chance but I think that moment it was I just remember sitting in the park there was no one there just like speaking to my mom I was in the open air and I don't know if I was happy it was a sort of it was more of a relief mm. relief and then like and I, I don't know if I could have done it without running. Mm. And, the, and that's that after that, I am like, I have so much. My life changed because of that email. But mm. Running helped me get there. It was like yeah. I said, it was my therapy. And, um, and I think after that, I was just like, I am, running helped me get here. Running mm. is part of my life. Like mm. I, that, that is why I have, I admire it so much is, it gets me out of like dark time and even now, but this is, this is me waffling onto another side. Um, what's your relationship with running now? Cause you said your why has changed over the years. So I guess now that you're yeah. not working towards an exam, you still run, yeah, you're not, yeah. you're not doing an exam. So why are you running now? What? So why am I running now? So obviously after my exam, I, I moved back to London because obviously I got my job and then obviously I wanted to continue running. And obviously, cause I'd, I was running so much I wanted to maintain my fitness I realized also that I ended up meeting some lovely people and I made friends and I was like do you know what I'm moving to London now I don't know I mean my friends from back school like you know we're a bit different now I want to make some new friends I love running I'm going to join like a running community and I joined this amazing like random crew who was like just an absolute amazing community of people with it's not, it's not, I need to stress that it's not a, it's not your average running. It's not a club. It's a mm. community. It's called Random Crew. Um, and it's just, it's about, it's, um, it's sort of like bringing another dimension to running. It's uh, about getting everybody kind of, uh, everybody can run no matter where you're from. Mm. It's not the stereotypical athlete. It's, mm. it's people from, uh, maybe they're from a poor background. Maybe they don't have a lot of things going for them. Maybe they they need something to do. It, it can also get people off the street. It's, it's for everybody. Mm. Um, and mm. I've met really cool people with lots of different uh, professions or ideas. And, um, and then obviously there was my personal ambition that I wanted to do a marathon. Mm. And... And obviously, when I met, when I started going to run them, oh, there was another one. There's also one called Tracky. So then on the Thursday, we run, run, run on track. And I just, I didn't even, I'd never run on a track before, not like that. Mm. And I thought, well, I'm going to go and try it. And I really enjoyed it. And obviously, that that obviously helped my training. I I, I know now that a training is com- is consisting of uh, your bit of speed running. Um, tempo run and the long distance long run, run yes yeah so so by going to um it, it made it for, so for my half for my marathon it made it so much easier because mm. I went to run them on a Tuesday I went to track on a Thursday 
And then on a Saturday, I, I might go and do park run, plus or minus. Mm. And then on Sunday, I would always go and do my long run. And because I ended up meeting so many people, I would, people were always doing like long runs. I could always tag along and join. That's, I, yeah, I that to, sounds really I nice. I didn't have to do it by myself anymore. So, mm. so do, do you run right now? Do you run every day? No, I don't run every day. I'm not the type of person to run every day. I don't like running every day. <laughs> Why not? Every day. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I just, I don't enjoy running every day. I, I don't want it to feel like a chore. Mm. I want to enjoy the run. Um, I literally love just running a 5K. Mm. And I go run for a really nice park, being around nature. I think I'm really appreciating nature now more mm. than ever. And I actually love doing that 5K. It's mm. just such a nice um, thing. It doesn't feel like a chore. Everybody runs for different reasons. And I mm. think that um, some people genuinely like running every day. I don't. Mm. Um, I don't. I think that would take away the fun. I would not enjoy it as much. And I think if, if some people want to run one day a week, if that makes them happy, like even one day a month or whatever. Mm, I agree. So um, just... Um, to get off the topic of running, we want to get to know you a bit more personally. So I'm going to ask you a completely random question and I want you to answer honestly, please. Are you a shy person? I used to be, I can be, but I think you can be a bit both. How? I don't know. I think I, I used to be quite shy and I don't know, so I can be quite shy. That means if I like a guy, I can be quite shy, but there's another part of me <laughs> I can be quite confident as well. Do you get that? Like when you like a guy, you're less likely to talk to him. Cause I am like that. Yeah. Like if you see a cute guy, you ignore him. Like, I don't know how that logic works. It's weird. I mean, it's, I suppose like if you really like someone, you don't want to like give them too much attention because then you just look desperate. Then they think that you don't like them. So then they. <laughs> it's like, if you stop. I, I see what you're saying, but it's kind of like a natural reaction. Like, if I like a guy, I mean, I'll, I'll probably look at him when he's not looking at me. <laughs> but then if he does look, I don't want him to know that I was looking. <laughs> but that, that's, that's not me playing games. I just, I just, I, just, I feel like I'd come across too intense if I was just, like, staring at him. And then, lo- I was going to say, a lot of guys say that girls are too subtle when they like, when they like them. They don't really give anything away so then they think that the girl doesn't like them yeah I can see that now that you said I've never really thought about this very well but um if I like a guy I mean things are different when you've had a drink I'm so much more yeah <laughs> you give the I'm sexy like, eyes across the room <laughs> I just go up to them like really when I've had a drink oh my god what's your do you have a pickup line or something I that you like, say I set up so many of my friends with guys on a night out really like yeah like I, they'll be like my friends are like oh he's really cute or whatever and then I just kind of like go up to them and I'll just be like um my friend thinks you're cute <laughs> yeah, my, friend, my friend likes you and then or whatever do you I have? would I die know. oh my and god they, they do die they do die of embarrassment but then mm. they start like and then they'll like, thank you so much that you did this. So it's <laughs> embarrassing. Best wing woman in the world. I got them talking. I got them talking. So yeah. <laughs> in the end, I wish someone did that for me, but you know. Can't. Oh, well, if there are any guys out there, I'm 
kidding. We're not even allowed to go to the pub these days. Oh yeah, that's true. I think I think Bumble's doing like online dates as well. So are you meeting up with your online dates? Let's not talk about that. That's not the <laughs> subjects that we've done. <laughs> oh dear. Um, okay, Carolina, before you go, you have 30 seconds to try and encourage someone out there to go for a run tomorrow. Go. You should go for a run tomorrow because I'd, um, imagine it's nine o'clock in the morning and you can go out for a run and you'll feel amazing. And if you don't go for a run, you're still in the same place that you were half an hour ago. But after you went for a run, you would have felt so much better. You can be out in the nature. You can be mindful. Um, you get your endorphins running, see the sunshine, completely change your mentality. Or you can just sit at home and be lazy. And, <laughs> you know. So then, yeah, go for a run. You, <laughs> and you don't have to go for a run at a certain speed. You can literally go for a little jog. The fact that mm. you went out, moved your body, got some fresh air. That's what I would say. Do something for yourself because Treat no one yourself. else is going to do it for you. No one mm. else is going to do it for you. Do it for yourself. Exactly. Uh, some wise words there, Carolina. Thank you so, so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Bye.